luchar con la capa. Wait. Wait. I'm drinking a burp. Get a good burp, really. Yeah. Welcome back. Uh, that was disgusting. <laughs> oh, I, got, I got some energy drink in my eye just now. Ow, ow, ow. Ow, ow. ow. My eye. Ow. ow. <laughs> Would you like some spicy ketchup? Ow, ow, ow. ow. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Mustard and a Ketchup Packet. Stories were bad that tried. I'm Nathan. I'm Doug. I want to tell you my funny story today. <laughs> You got another one? So I'm at fucking Dollar Tree today. Getting oh yeah, you didn't you didn't yeah. tell me what. So uh, I'm at Dollar Tree at, during lunch, and um, As you I had to buy some packaging stuff all on lunch or whatever. Anyway, I'm I'm looking. That's a whole other story. I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking at the tape. <laughs> I'm looking at the tape. This lady comes up to me. She's like, and I'm dressed like this, you know, whatever. I have a collared shirt, and they're like, um, can you get someone else? Can you are you able to get someone at the register to help us check out? And I looked at her, and oh, I was like, and like I was like, there? yeah, sure. <laughs> So I get, I grab my tape, whatever, grab my whatever, go to the line, and I'm sitting there waiting in line with her. <laughs> and she's looking at me like, oh, and I just look at her back like, oh, I don't work here. <laughs> oh, you thought, you thought, motherfucker? So that was my sick prank today. That's so stupid. Uh, how you been? All right. I had a fucked up week. In that it was just like really busy. Um, last week we all saw the All American Rejects together, and then this week you said that last episode. Well, yeah, but that was last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. right yeah. <laughs> so, and then this week we saw the Wonder Years, and then two days went by. And then we then well, you were going to come with, but we saw Converge. I know. I'm so bummed. I saw your picks. I was so bummed. So fucking good. Um, <sighs> I got gout. <laughs> For the, for the viewers that are out there that don't know, I have gout. Um, some people don't think it's funny. <laughs> this is an important part okay. of Noise Brigade lore. Yeah. Some people don't think it's a funny subject, but to me, it's funny. <laughs> when, what, how old were you when you first got gout? You were like 27? Uh, no. No? No, it was... Uh, no, you're right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, know I know you were 27 because so I was 25. Day, so the day I... So the day that it, whatever... The first time it flared, I did not know it was gout. I thought I hit my foot in my sleep. And then there was oh, like I a, remember that, yeah. And it, it was the day we did that uh, video thing for Myrna, Myrna Bird. Myrna Bird. Oh, from when we did Kokiri? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the first day wow. I ever got gout. I, I would have never been able to watch that video tell that you have gout. Yeah, you're right? Watch it now. So if you, if you are live right now, look up Kokiri um, live session Myrna Bird. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Myrna Bird? Or it's, my, it's Minor Bird. Minor Bird. Look it up on YouTube. Watch that video. If you look at that video of me, I have gout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, and so, that same gout caused him to misconverge. I know. Well, I gave me tickets to Demetrik, so... And then we had a, we had a great time. We saw uh, jo- we saw jo- uh, Josh and Alberta there. That's awkward. Harper, God, this is bullshit. Harper was there too. <laughs> All the homies were there except me. Did yeah. you tell them about my gout? Did, yeah, I did. Did, did you I make did. them feel sorry for me at least? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, Nathan was gonna come, but he has gouts. <laughs> yeah, right. And how'd they respond? I was jo- Josh. Was like oh, sad. There some, we go. That's like that, what yeah. I want. That's yeah. that's the validation I need. Let me <laughs> sprinkle those nut sacks. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 
Uh, but I really about to miss that show. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I, Converge is one of those bands. Like when you first showed me, I I didn't I didn't like it at all. I was yeah. like I was like I think I showed you the wrong I, album. I, I know you are. I was like if I want to get a Converge, what's the what's the album you, you suggest? And you're like oh check out Jane Doe. Listen to Jane Doe. I was like this is this insane. is terrible. <laughs> I was like what is this? Because that's like that's like that's not my favorite Converge album. Yeah, but I think like that's. The one that everyone's like, oh, that's the one or whatever. No. That's their most iconic album. What it, made, you Fail Me is their best album. My I favorite am. is the one left behind with the moons. Oh, we love a lead behind? Yeah, that's, that's my second. That's my second that's favorite, my favorite one. But uh, what got me into Converge was when I started getting to... Um, actually, I didn't get really get into Converge till, uh, till, till COVID. And um, when I started doing the auto production stuff in my house, I started watching a bunch of videos like that. And Kurt Blue, if you don't know, Kurt is a... Kerpaloo is was an audio engineer, so I watched a lot of his videos, and I'm looking at this guy, and I think that's why I like Converge. I like the aesthetic of the audacity of what these people are actually yeah, they're, like. They're, they're, <laughs> all, all four of them are so cool in their own way. Yeah, and Kerpaloo is just a like a just like a bad. He's well, a goof. Have you worked with his like his history and shit? He's dude. He's, he's a, a god he's, to me. He's, he's a he used to be. He worked in uh, medical engineering, a bioengineering, and that paid for a lot of early Converge recordings. Yeah, so. So he used that to like make his own pedals and he used the engineering stuff to make his own pedals, all this shit. And so I'm, li- I'm watching, this guy looks like a 60 year old, 50 year old dad. And yeah. I'm like, this, and then I watched him play like live. I was like, this guy is a fucking nutsack. He's so <laughs> cool, dude. He's the reason why I bought a Line 6 Helix. Oh, I was like, if it's, if this is good enough for Kurt Blue, I'll, I'll that's why I keep saying, like, dude, I wouldn't mind spreading the money to have him rec- like do our record. Because <laughs> I feel like we could have, like, obviously we're like, but he's done some like not heavy records. Yeah. But I feel like we just have he's a gnarly, like a gnarly sounding noise brigade record. But obviously, it's like noise brigade, so it has yeah. all the poppy stuff. Yeah. Like, but all the guitars are like really gnarly. And, like <laughs> even if we don't get like get to have him do it, I would love to go like for that to be what we want. <laughs> like that's so the cool. goal, you know? That'd be awesome. so gnarly. Kurt Blue, like like we want a record to sell like Kurt Blue producing a fucking nineties pop rock. Record. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be so that'd be cool. But uh, yeah. Uh, today, thank you now for that. Now, 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 now the subject at hand. We're on our next episode here at our next. So we just played our final show in Alaska. Now we're going to tell you about our next journey to Portland and meeting of our next drummer mm-hmm. and some show highlights. One thing I forgot to mention about our last show is that Lamplighter came out to the Purge intro. <laughs> <laughs> They like turned off all the lights in ACW, this packed, I don't over, remember that. oversold out venue, and they played like the, the purge sound for MP3 over the speakers, and it was absolute violence. Dude. Was no, I don't remember that. But um, so yeah, shortly, I want to say it was only very short after two weeks of our last two or one and a half weeks after our last show. Yeah, it wasn't very long. Yeah, we, I, pack, we packed up all our stuff and we got out of there. We had a yard sale. We did have a yard sale. Yard so sale. Uh, <laughs> remember, yeah. I was trying to get rid of this drum set. That was one thing I remember. Uh, the, the original Pearl kit. Yeah. We had this we've had this so if you remember from our last episodes, um our old drummer Calvin didn't have his own kit. He uh, we provided one for him. So we had this pearl, this really crappy pearl kit for years. And as we're moving, we're like, Well, we can't take this with us and we need money to move. So mm-hmm. we finally sold that thing. And I remember it took us forever to who, sell that. Who do we sell it to? Do you even some, remember? Just some mom who came by at the garage sale just picked oh. it up. 
And then I think you sold a guitar. So we sold a bunch I sold, of shit. I sold my, my, uh, one of my earliest guitars, my yellow Epiphone SG that had three pickups. I sold it to our dear friend, Travis Stewart. Yes. Hope you're doing well, Travis. Oh, we also had to say goodbye to Nick. Yeah, that was very sad. Yeah. We, um, we went, we had our, our last, our, our last supper with Nick at the we Pizza did. Hut in Eagle River. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Do you remember that? I did remember that. I, th- I have a photo of it, actually. Yeah. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll post a picture on Instagram. That was after the show, too. And then I also, I think as we mentioned in the Nick episode of well, a few, whatever back. Uh, oh my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sprite zero, baby. I know, right? I did offer for him to come. Mm. And I was like, hey, if you want to come, I'll drink you off. Love the more, <laughs> more than happy to. But obviously, I knew he. He wouldn't. Do you it. knew he wouldn't, but you wanted to extend it. I did. Know? Yeah, he did see us off on our last, um, like the morning of when we left. He saw us off. Were you there for this? This is how familiar. Did he see uh, you? Yeah, yeah. Or because yeah. I remember us going to Eagle River to pick you guys up. Yeah. Um, um, but I remember Nick came and saw me in my house. So I don't know if you were there. For I this. don't know if I was there because I was. I know that I was in Eagle River because the last night um, before we left. We had like a last hurrah, I think, at the dungeon. Yeah. I think our last night in, in uh, Eagle River, we had a bunch of people over. We like got a bunch of pizza and stuff. And we just I do remember that. Night. I do remember that actually. Maybe you like went home because you. I went home because I had to. I had to get my shit together. Yeah, I remember the last two months. I don't know. That's like it was the month. It was a month. I moved out of the house I was living with at Danny. Moved back in with my mom oh. to get ready because yeah, all that shit save a little money. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do remember we had like one last thing, like one smash bro hurrah or something. And it was the, it was a lot. It, it was. was very I fun. don't remember it that much actually. Really? Yeah, I don't remember. And we much didn't either. drink or anything, so why don't I remember it? <laughs> I don't know. I think it was all this fucked up on Mountain Dew and Sprite. <laughs> Probably, know? dude. Greasy pizza and shitting. Yeah, and we stayed up like all night too. Yeah, um, it was very it was very emotional. It was the last time I I saw a lot of my a lot of our friends from back home. Uh, some for years some i still probably haven't seen since which is crazy and i remember like after that after that night like once people started going home i was like firing off text messages to be like travis i love you you so much i texted like alberto which i was like tell Alberto i fucking love love you like these long like paragraphs long text (laughs) messages because of you i never use toilet paper again (laughs) thank you so much (laughs) that's why i still stink to this day but i remember nick came i've been um <laughs> nick came uh huh. you just so he did <laughs> it worked uh luke was staying at jenna's place so i mean so i got my shit at my mom's place together i went and go picked up luke and I remember nick met me at luke's or uh, jenna's place because jenna lived right down the road from me hmm. i remember too i was like well one last sh- one last shot if you want to jump, jump in yeah you jump in leave it all behind brother but yeah um it was very emotional and i think i'm like i said in the nick episode it was it, it, it kind of hit me right there it's like this is this is, this end is, of nick. Really this, is oh, this is yeah. all done with nick like he, he was only in the band for a year but he did so much and when it finally just came to an end it was like that was it i thought fuck. fuck i know how that goes that it that <laughs> <laughs> it um yeah, man, he had such a huge impact in such a short amount of time. It feels like it was longer than it was, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah, because we just got, we were so fucking busy when he was in the band. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I was around to say goodbye to him, and I wish I was, but I'm pretty sure he was one of the people I texted. Like, I fucking yeah, he probably just texted, you know? yeah, but, uh, yeah. He saw us off, and then uh, one thing, too, my sister came with me, came with us on this trip. That's right. Because uh, she just got out of school, and she was, she wanted a vacation. She just was, wanted to go on a road wa- trip. Yeah, she wanted to go on a road trip. I was like, you want to go out? We're just driving down. Yeah, and then but, she like flew back afterwards. Yeah, she will, yeah. So my sister came along with us. I think that was the first time I ever hung out with her. Yeah, and you just and you realize she's, <laughs> she's just she's like the, She's the girl version of me. <laughs> <laughs> she's awesome. Kate loves her. She, she's so cool. <laughs> she's a nut. Uh, shout out to Charlene. Yeah, then I went to Eagle River, picked you guys up. I think we said goodbye to all the parents. 
Remember your dad was there too. Yeah, your dad was. I remember your dad cried a little bit. Too. Yeah, yeah, that was, was a crier. Yeah, <laughs> he was an emotional man. That's why I am the way I am. Probably. Uh, yeah. Then we started our drive. I think it was two days. It was very quick. Not really. Not much to really say on the drive to Portland. Yeah. Uh, other than um, we, we did took, stay at hotels. We I did. Think, we, yeah. we we made it comfortable for ourselves. Um, we took a van. And Luke brought his 95 Subaru. If I don't know the yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, One last hurrah for that yeah. thing, dude. I'm so surprised that thing made it. But Luke. <sighs> Me too. I remember Luke, Luke bought that car. There was so much shit wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But the amazing smart person that Luke is, he fixed that motherfucking thing. And he made it last for a year. And he it just survived the drive from here, from Alaska all the way to Portland. And it survived for probably a couple weeks after we got a here. A couple I think. weeks. I want to say a few, a couple months. Really? <laughs> yeah. I remember he was in a, um, we had a thing worked out where like, once we moved down here, I was going to buy it from him. But like, <laughs> once we got down, he's like, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. This thing is not going to survive. Like this is <laughs> every time I, I, I turn this car, it could be the last time. <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I also remember um, we had a convoy of friends come along with us. Oh yeah. Jake. Jake. I think, I think Catherine was mm-hmm. there. I, think so. I can't remember anyone else. Were yeah. I know. I know. I know for sure. Those two. So if you're on that trip, let us know. Um, I also remember. <laughs> <laughs> so they also, I remember this story. Um, Jake, if you're listening, you can correct me on this. Um, so when you've, before you hit customs, you pass the border. Oh my God. Yeah. You pass the border of Canada and then you hit customs. Uh-huh. Um, so they passed the border with us. And when we got to customs, they turned around and went back. They didn't understand that you have to go back through customs that way on the American <laughs> side. Yeah. So they go back over there. They don't have their passports. Oh my and the, God. And they were telling me like, yeah, dude, the guy said like, if they were not having a, if they were ha- if they were having like what did they say like if they're having a shitty day they, like, like, you could have gone a lot different you, you could have went to jail that's <laughs> I was like fucking insane fuck. <laughs> so, that's like the kind of shit that I'm worried about happening all the time I'm just like oh f- I fucked up so bad I had no idea yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> oh god I'm glad I didn't get in a bunch of trouble yeah uh, that, that reminds me of the time that we snuck we smuggled a banana into California. <laughs> It's not even smuggling. It's just, it's just. I don't even know why they do that. If anyone understands why you can't bring outside fruit. The other day, or like when me and Kate went on a road trip, we went, we stopped at uh, Denny's before, and she got like a fruit cup. I'm like, make sure you finish that before we cross the border to California. <laughs> we smuggled one banner. <laughs> one banner. <laughs> we should post that photo in the fucking in the IG. Thing. I love it. It was a pretty easy trip. Um, no, no problems really. No, no there was it was one, chill. No, no, there was one problem. I remember Luke's car something happened he like a thing it was an easy fix though like i remember his something something happened with his car when we got to fort nelson it was inevitable but yeah especially at fort nelson yeah famously but, um, yeah, right yeah <laughs> which is the same place that fucking happened when our thing yeah, went the, out the first time our fucking van broke down and then the second time you puked <laughs> and the third time something's wrong with luke's fucking God damn, car that was the last time we ever fuck, drove to canada fuck fort nelson ah. okay. the only nelson that matters is sitting in this That's room right, with me baby. but i remember it was a pretty easy fix and then i think there was a couple nights we just slept in the car just to make things faster mm-hmm. but, but yeah. there was also like no deadline like we could there was no deadline we were just on our own leisure nothing really stands out to me that much about the drive i think we were just like we we, we were just so like excited i think and like anxious yeah. i so- was more anxious because here's the thing my 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 fellow listeners we mm. were um i didn't really prepare we didn't really prepare any place for us to stay yeah let's get into this so so we get to fucking portland i guess but you have a different experience than the rest of us oh did. very different <laughs> We'll so we didn't know anybody really besides the vise lived in portland but i didn't want to ask for help or anything because it's not their responsibility right um so i was like okay well let's just go let's head there i'll we'll get some we'll get some hotel rooms and then honestly insane that we didn't plan out a place to stay we didn't at all oh my god we're so fucking stupid and oh, so right, but before we go on how much money did you have saved up when you moved do you remember 
I remember Sarah gave us the door money. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So we had a thousand dollars plus. Well, how much fund. did you have personally? Me personally, probably about two grand. You know how much I had? How much? Four hundred dollars. You are a well. <laughs> It might have worked for you because of your situation. I had a place to stay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Continue. Ass. <laughs> oh, what was I going to do? For some reason in my there? mind, I was like, first of all, I know me and how impatient I am. So yeah. my whole thing is like, all right, I'm going to get there. I'm going to bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's not how the world works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes you got to wait a little bit longer than mm-hmm. that. So we, we get to fucking Portland. I get to some hotel rooms and I'm like, okay, first things first, I want everybody to go get jobs. Yeah, <laughs> like mm. so that was the first thing, and then while everyone's getting their job situation figured out, I I already had a job transfer, so that was already kind of set up. So me and Luke start going through all these fucking places to try to get an apartment, and my god, I didn't realize how it hard it was. Yeah. Not only that, it's like like I said, I learned a lot about how the world works in this band, and I learned you know it's kind of hard to get an apartment when you don't have credit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, I didn't learn that no prior thing because like when I was living with Danny. Like the place, the person we're renting it from was his mom. Right. So like, she's not gonna like rack me up for anything and yeah. like all that kind of shit. It was super fucking hard. It just took forever. And I remember during it, we finally. I don't know if you remember this. So first of all, me, our singer, and Luke stayed in hotels for like. I want to say up to a month. So this wow. whole thing was about a month. You had the nice, fortunate access hey. to stay with the person <laughs> easy, you were dating easy. with. Like, so yeah. must have been nice. It was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, what was I going to do? Not do no, it. I, you know I, what I mean? No, no. <laughs> I get it. I remember the entire time, too, me and Luke were like, must be nice to be Doug right oh, now. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. No, that's it was it was very gracious of them for me to to, to, to the to for them to allow me to stay at their place. Yeah. And I didn't have a job for like a couple of weeks, I think. And I was, uh, yeah. I wanna say it took us did it take it that long? It felt like it took a month for everybody to kinda of settle the Probably. Job. Yeah. I was just I was chilling. Yeah. <laughs> but like while we're doing that, we're also getting all our band shit together. Yeah. Um I remember before we did the drive, I started to do some feelers for drummers. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, Nick wasn't coming with us. We had to get a drummer. So that was one thing we had to prepare for. So I said, so Craigslist, I was looking up some Craigslist posts. I met, I had some like proactive messages to some people. Mm-hmm. Some, a lot of them bailed on me or ghosted me, but the mm-hmm. ones I kept in contact with, I kept in contact. I got there. Um, as soon as we got in town too, while well, also, we also got a practice space, yeah. which we had for years long up until I think like a year ago, Yeah, up until COVID and yeah. around. Yeah. With this band called when we team up, wow. it was their space. And then we joined up with them and then they eventually moved out and then it was us. And then another band moved in yeah, with us. And then and it was then, eventually just ours. Yeah. Yeah. We had that. I missed that space, man. I, I it do. was, it was kind of shitty and it sounded like, it sounded like two butt cheeks. But, it was, a, but it was nice because, um, first of all, we, there was no places like this in Alaska where like a place where bands can come in 24 hours a day with their own key, their own lock, and just practice whatever. That yeah. was the greatest. And it, it was beneficial to us because later on, when we really started getting into touring and stuff, and when we came home and started working, sometimes we would all work till 11 o'clock at night. And we would have shows on the weekend, and we'd have to practice. Mm-hmm. So we'd have to practice at like midnight. We have practice at midnight. Yeah, before, we yeah. would have to do that a lot, and, <laughs> and so it worked for out. For some of us, it really sucked. Yeah, but it would have worked out that we had that availability. Yeah. We had we could use that time. Mm-hmm. So we got that settled. So we had a practice space. Now we needed a drummer. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny too thinking about it that we took that priority over trying to find a place to live while I yeah. was living in the hotels. <laughs> that just gives you like that. That could give you like a little bit of insight into how like. Like the band was the forefront of everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like and, especially at that time. Yeah, you know. And then one thing that happened too with the house. So I remember we found this place. 
Um, me and Luke thought of this place. A really awesome deal. It was like in Vancouver. It was like a two-bedroom. I was like, oh, sweet. This is perfect. And then the split between us, it was really cheap. I go and get the fucking application. We run down. Somebody beat us by like five minutes oh. of getting this place. I was so bummed. I was like, ah, oh. like I think it was like there's like the two week period at this time, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, we're just not catching a break on this. And like two weeks doesn't sound that long, but like when it's like every day, but like every day, me and Luke were trying to find a place to live uh, for all four of us, and I was like, God, this is such a pain in the ass. The guy felt so bad for us that he <laughs> he was preparing another unit, but he was still like renovating it, and he he told us he's like, you know, if you guys want it, this is gonna take me like a month. Once I'm done with it, you guys could move in. And I was like, okay. Good. And at that point, That's something. Yeah, it was something. And I think at that point, too, I didn't want to keep paying for a hotel for us at that time. So for the entire month before we actually got a place, half of that month, we, we lived in the van. <laughs> <laughs> now by the river. And when I say we, I mean me, our singer, and Luke at the time. Doug still got the nice, got to sleep in a bed. <laughs> Yay. It was, it was an inflatable bed, I think. No respect. So, but, uh, that's why I like. So it was you, a futon. Oh, okay. If you live in Vancouver, you ever been to Vancouver, um, Washington? There's a mall there. The I don't know what the fuck. I think it's just called the Vancouver Mall. Mm-hmm. But uh, I always refer to that place as my old house because that's where we lived. We lived in the parking lot of that Macy's for half or like half a month. That's crazy. And um, and there were two hotels over there that we flip flopped bef- back and forth from. But like I said, I, want, I didn't want to keep paying for them, so we just slept in the van in that parking lot, and we had... Um, really, it was the economical choice. It was, and we had Planet Fitness memberships, so... Which would be something that would We got our showers, because the Planet Fitness was just right down the road, and then when security started poking around at, at the cars in the parking lot, we would move to the Target, <laughs> that was like a couple blocks away, so we just flip-flop back and forth. I remember like... And then when I started working about half the month in, I would like, I get up in the morning, go brush my teeth at the Macy's, take my morning dump at the Macy's at the, at the mall, <laughs> then I go to work, and then I go to work, and then I come home, and then as soon as I get off, well, I go back to the parking lot I live in. <laughs> so, wait, so what did the other guys do when you went when you went to work and you had the house? Because <laughs> you, you were driving the house. That's like, true. So... They had to just figure it out. They, they decided to hang out in Vancouver. Well, what was nice. Well, well Luke I, had his car. That's right. So Luke had his car. I remember there was also one day <clears throat> Luke's grandpa um, gave him his car. Oh, so we oh, had the, three the cars. Pontiac. Yeah. Right, right. So I was able to leave the house, quote, <laughs> at, at the parking lot uh-huh, of uh-huh. the mall. And then I took the Subaru to work. Right. So that they had a place while they were waiting to just hang out or, you know, they have the. That was the thing, too. You know, malls were one of those things we can loiter in, at least. So yeah. they were bored. They could just go in there. And <laughs> I don't know if you knew about this. The mall had one of those, like, um, survey things where you can go in. You can watch, like, a movie trailer, oh, get yeah. your opinion on, or, like, try some juice or a candy bar and mm-hmm. just get your opinion. And they gave you, like, five to ten bucks on every survey. We would do, I have a job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we would do that sometimes. We were bored or, or we needed money for, like, just, like, for food and stuff. Mm-hmm. We would just do that. <laughs> Oh, that was pretty good. It's pretty good. And then, Did they, like, didn't they mail you a check? No, they gave you the check right there. Oh, cool. So he was just right there. He just got the check. Right. So I was, was like, really I was cool. like, what address did you give them? <laughs> and the, <laughs> the address of the mall. Yeah. And then uh, the um, what else? The mall also had um, a video game. Oh, like the crave. Yeah. Where yeah, yeah. Like you could like you play like you pay like whatever money and you get like a certain hour. So that was something me and Luke did a lot when we had a lot of free time. That's cool. So um, and boy, did you we have made free the time. best of it? I yeah. mean, I, I look back at that time. I wish I was a little bit more paired, but I guess it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Was, I mean, it, was it kind of fun? You know, I want to say about 
a week and a half living in the van like that, I was definitely starting to get a little depressed. For I was sure. like, I was like, I was definitely like, I'm ready to. Should I go? I was like, should I go home? Yeah, <laughs> is right. it, was this all worth it? Yeah. Like, I'm sitting here like like a dump and a half in this place. Well, that's stewing in my dick. <laughs> we have our practice space. Now we got to find it. Why did we never sleep in the practice space? That's a true. I, I think that's a good idea. I don't know why we never got away. I think they had uh, like a rule against they it. They did have a rule. I think I was... I, I feel like I could have got away with it, but I think we're I've just, napped in that practice space many yeah. times. <laughs> I don't know why we did. We probably could have got away with it, if, like for a couple nights on and off, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why we didn't think about that because we're stupid. I guess probably. that's the moral lesson of that. Well, this is all happening. We got to get a drummer. A lot of the drummers I had contacted before we moved did not hold up their end of the deal, or they just kind of panned out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually kind of interesting. So we had on, technically only one audition for a drummer mm-hmm. out of the, all the drummers i but they all bailed or just didn't pan out except one person and that person was elias yeah i remember he messaged our singer at the time and um when because we, we put an ad on like not an ad but we, put, we put a thing on our facebook like saying hey Yo, we need a drummer. we need a fucking drummer he was the first person the first and only well, not the first and only person but he was the only person that kept a conversation mm-hmm. i don't know i don't i didn't have the conversation mm-hmm. but like from what i remember um our singer at the time felt good about it so we're like okay we'll have him come by to the practice space yeah we found out he's also an alaskan he which found is out crazy. Also, yeah we found out all this shit he's from alaska too um he he was in a band that moved from alaska to try it you know try same to, thing same kind of deal yeah and so um all right cool let's give it a shot uh we meet him um, what's your first impression on him uh i thought he was i thought he was like really cool like i like um i don't know there's he was very friendly you know um i think it, i could tell he was a little a little nervous maybe um but i don't know maybe he wasn't uh, super open to it like yeah, but I could tell like this mm-hmm. guy's this guy's pretty cool, you know. Yeah, I, I got good vibes from him. Um, our singer at the time told us um, one of his favorite bands were Four Years Strong. Yeah, which yeah, I yeah. knew what would vibe with you pretty well. I was like, yeah, I think once I learned about his taste in music, I was like, all right, I think he he probably gets it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I also um, Facebook stalked his stuff when he, um, he was messaging us. He looked like more of a partier than the rest of us. Yeah, so that was my not. I don't know if it was a concern, but it was like I. We'll see. Like, I don't yeah. know how this is going to vibe. Because, mm. like, the you, me, Luke, and even our singer at the time, we're like, none of us really partied. Yeah. So, it was just so it was, it was just one of those things where, like, I don't know how this is going to work. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, same thing. We met him. And um and I was like, my first thing, I was like, okay, cool. This guy seems, cool. pr- yeah. pr- seems pretty chill. No, no problems. Um, he showed up. That was my big thing. Yeah. He's the only person that, out of all the, th- all the drummers we tried to whatever for, only person that showed up and did shit. I remember um, when he when he rolled up and he set his drums up. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm drinking an energy drink, energy drink right now. I'm like, I'm shaking my legs because I have so much caffeine in yeah, me. That's yeah. why my voice is shaky. He rolled up and he set his drums up, and I could and uh, he had. I was there, was there were a couple things that I needed. You know, there was a very I had a very short checklist. Like, yeah. be cool, check that box. Um, only one rack, Tom. Check that box. Oh, like, good. Yeah. Ah, thank God for that. And can you play punk beats? And the first thing he did when he set his drums up was play a punk beat. I was like, thank God. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. I, I remember like, that. Fuck that yeah. was one thing, too, that um, really um, it really impressed me that yeah. we were able to do that. So we jammed for a bit. And then I remember um, we talked for a bit to kind of get on the side. We're, we're straight up with him. Like, hey, we moved here for because we want to tour a lot. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to do that? And he was like, yeah, I'm, I am. I'm be young. And he's like, cool. Mm-hmm. So. And I thought it was really cool after that conversation. No problems. And I thought, we'll get into this part here. I remember... I think looking back, that's what overshadowed my got like my goggles or whatever at the mm-hmm. time. Was he was able to do the punk beats very well? Yeah. On the other side of the technicality kind of stuff, mm. it wasn't up to the same par as Nick. Right. 
And but I, and like Nick set a very very high standard. Yeah. So, so I remember we have this jam session. Everything goes well. We get back in the van. We're driving back to drop people off, and we're having that conversation in the van. I'm like, and I remember I was like very vocal. I was like, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. But I think it was more because I was so impressed that he could do the punk beats. Yeah. And I remember you specifically. You were kind of on the fence about it. I was a little on the fence because yeah. I have I have historically and to this day, very, I'm very picky about about the drums and stuff. So I was like. First impressions, I was like, oh, I don't know if it like, and because we just had Nick playing in the band who's so that, technical that, that and tight, too, yeah. you know, that was, I was like, oh, I don't know. But, well, you said that too. Like, mm-hmm. burped again. I'll get burp again. <sighs> okay. <laughs> when you said that too, like, that made me think, I was like, yeah, am I just like impressed with the punk beat or like, yeah. or like how, just having Nick, like, yeah. it definitely was a different feel. Definitely. Like, it wasn't trying to just, it's just how it was, because having Nick for so long. I'm not saying like it, it felt going back to Calvin. No, um, but it definitely felt different. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was. The, yeah. The, yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to get. At. It was simply just a different feel that I wasn't accustomed to. You yeah. know, um, but at the end of the day, it was the the right choice. You know, to to be like, all right, let's. Was let's it the right him. choice or the only choice? No, I'm just kidding. Well, <laughs> it was. Well, I mean, he was such an important part of the band for so long. He was. You yeah, know, 100%, so, uh, yeah. so I don't want to diminish anything. What our current relationship is mm. with Elias at this time, but I, I, I cherish every moment he was in with us. Oh, but I don't want. I don't want to dilute that anyway. I yeah. love every moment and anything that he was with us mm-hmm. in this time of the span. He, he helped, was so, and important. he helped us so much. And I can't and, think in so many ways, like more than musically, yeah, like, yeah. and I can't thank him enough for that yeah. at all. Like it was, I have nothing but good things to say. And I don't, I only, I only want to say good things because if anything, my personal things don't really matter to, to yeah. anybody. It's yeah. just my own deal. But like I said, he was so important and I don't want anybody to think differently on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was, I have, I have a lot of, of I will be singing my praises of Elias a lot over, mm-hmm. yeah. over the, over the time of him being in the do. band. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> He was, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get anyway. Yeah, we, we'll get we're it, just yeah. now starting yeah. him being in the band. And so but. I think at the at the end of that conversation of the van, I was like, well, we'll just keep having to come back. And yeah, I was like, right. like there was no one else hitting our lineup for drummers. And yeah. I was like, so I was like, all right. So I remember two days later, we hit, we hit him up again. All right, hey, let's, let's come jam. Yeah. And we just kept jamming and jamming. And I don't really even remember it asking him if he wanted to be part of the band. Hey, we got the show. I think <laughs> I maybe the third time in, I baby's like, so do you want to do this? Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, cool." And I was like, "Cool," and I felt like I also I think too. I was like, "I know you're in another band, so just want to make sure you can try to communicate with the two here." Yeah, but, uh, just want to make sure how you know how busy we're going to try to be, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he re- realized that too. Yeah, and I think that's what he wanted too. Yeah, you know, he was looking for that. Mm-hmm. So very so, thankful that we that our paths crossed. Yes, you know? and because who who knows, uh, dude? Honestly, who knows what our career would have looked like if we had gotten a different so, drummer? He was so influential, hundred percent. So. And we'll get to why down the road why he was a, such a big deal mm-hmm. when it came to us being a four piece. How much of a big, how much of an impact he made on yeah. on this band. Um, also, Elias helped us get us out of the um, our little funk in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I don't know yeah, if you yeah. wrote this, so yeah. I, I still think Elias to the safe for that. He lived in the apartment building that we're sitting that in we're right sitting now. in right now. We live in the we our apartment right now is like one of the bigger apartments on the lot. But um, he lived here at the time, and he was able to get us a good word in with the landlord at the time, who was able to get us finally a who, fucking place to live. Who our old landlady is a character that will come up again. Yeah. She was oh awesome, yeah, Barbara, dude. rest in fucking peace, peace, to Barbara. Dude. 
The goat. Yeah. The only cool landlord possibly to ever exist. That's 100%. 100%. She wasn't a good landlord like <laughs> it, when it comes to like business theft, but she was probably the best landlord I've had. That's probably why she was a good landlord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Elias got us in, and I remember, uh, I remember walking into our first apartment, and I just... I laid after like it, like it's been a month at this point. We were living in the van, hotels, going like we all had jobs by this point too. Yeah. But we're like roughing back and forth, switching vehicles, getting this place, and finally a month in, I walk into our apartment. It was a, it was only a two bedroom apartment, whatever. And but I moved in. Too. It made me yeah yeah yeah. Even, even though I was living, I was staying with divides. I still moved in and I was paying rent for yeah. the apartment. I wasn't <laughs> paying rent to divides. I was paying. Yeah. yeah. Well, you had to pay rent somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But I remember it made me so, like obviously, I mean you should be thankful where you live. But it made it really made me humble, like you know, like yeah. having a having a, some kind of roof over my head. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Like I'm not saying like I I ever took that for granted, but mm-hmm. like this really was like I'm so happy I have a place to just come to and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing better than having a toilet to call oh, your own. I guess. I guess I can that, say. You brother. know what I'm saying? Fucking. Oh, we missed. Oh, we're done. White dudes love redoing high fives. They're not white though. So. Um. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, even though I had a place to stay, I remember being so fucking excited that we had we had our apartment. Yeah, we did. And I think we how we worked it out too. <laughs> it was kind of funny. I shared a room with her singer. Luke shared a room with Doug. <laughs> But Doug was never there. Yeah, so, so Luke, Luke got his own Luke room. Luke got his own room, pretty much. Yeah, and then <laughs> we'll get a little. I don't know if we're going to touch on this again, but later on, when Elias moved out of his part, moved in with us in this place, I shared a room with Elias. Luke shared a room with Jenna, and Doug slept in the living room. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. It was so awesome because five people split rent. It was dude, so it was, cheap. I think I spent like hundred eighty dollars on rent. So it was cheap, dude. Awesome, it was, oh, dude. Now that we're fucking growing up, and we play the pay the common man's rent. It sucks. Yeah. You know, not five of us. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I say. You, we grow up. We have, we have big boy jobs uh, now and all this yeah. shit. It's bullshit. I make more money now, but I have less money to spend. God, Figure that one out. Sick fucking world uh, we live in, don't we? Fuck, sick people. But I appreciate Elias for helping us at that time. And like I said, it made me way homely just having a, some kind of place over my head. Yeah, and he would he would come over all the time. Yeah, he, he was right, right down. He was yeah, he, lived, building, he so. lived like fucking, yeah, like four units down from us. Yeah. And he would just come over and hang out all the time. And it was funny because like, we just became like close we did friends become, we, so We became fast. close friends, really. And like I liked it, too, because, he, yes, he was kind of a like a partier. Mm-hmm. But like... But, but he was it, still like it was like, co- it was cool though it was yeah. really it was really cool um he was funny and like a and like not he like I I had I got the impression of people that were into that kind of stuff um when I was growing up that they were all like assholes and shit but he was yeah. just cool and nice yeah. and fun to hang out with he was yeah. he was funny so Same. I think it, that like made made me feel like a lot more comfortable being yeah hundred percent and know? like he was a lot older he was the oldest this made him the oldest person in the band yeah at the time mm-hmm. and um I looked up to him a lot kind of mm-hmm. like an older brother kind of thing too, so whenever yeah. I had an issue or how something worked I always I always asked Elias like hey how would you do yeah. this situation yeah. so he was always a good research he had a lot of yeah. like uh practical intelligence i think yeah you know mm-hmm. um and a lot a lot of the same ways that luke did you know yeah, like 100%. he just knew stuff and I, I was always like kind of comfortable like asking him about shit so yeah he was very and that's just another way that he was very important to the yeah. band i think 100 100 so we got a drummer we got a place to live we all got jobs let's we're ready it. to go yeah so <laughs> now that we got all these jobs let's go on tour let's go on fucking yeah, exactly right <laughs> that was my thing i think I think we all worked for a little bit for like two months. Like people have different experience with if you're in a touring band and how your jobs work. How I did my thing at my work, I would be, 
I would work my ass off at my job. I would be the person, if they needed someone to come in while I was there, I'd come in. If I had to work overtime, I'd work overtime. I would never complain. I would just do it no matter how much I hated because so that I can fall back and be like, hey, I'm going to be gone for three weeks. And yeah. I'd be like, okay, I don't want to lose you, but go ahead and take the time off. Like That's how I approached my job that's exactly what happened to me yeah I, yeah I, yeah there were times where you had to like do double shifts and Dude, shit I could only- trip i i could get i've got so many stories about i i worked at a chevron um paul from divides mm-hmm. lived in this apartment and he's like hey this because i i had worked at a chevron back home yeah he's like, hey this chevron by my place is hiring i was like say less like uh, that's perfect i'll know yeah i already know everything right so i go apply and um it's the same thing i was like when I had my interview, in my interview, I was like, "Listen, I will work twenty four seven while I'm here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be leaving for weeks at a time." Mm-hmm. She was like, All right. my, "My my boss Shannon, bless her heart, <laughs> bless her heart. Um, she will never hear this, but yeah. she was so good to me the whole time that I worked for her." Yeah, I got um, it was a little easier for me because um, I got a floating tech job so like my whole thing was like i was able to make my own schedule and i would float to all the pharmacies in the portland area so it was really easy for me like okay i can work here and also i'm gonna be gone for three weeks yeah and that was, it was really easy for me and also it made me like have a rapport with a lot of the stores i had so like when i came back and if something hit the bed or if there weren't any hours they knew like if i was looking they can call me and like this guy's awesome and like, cool. if i needed to work or something mm-hmm. they could just call me and like i'd be their first person on their list so i really it gave me the advantage to really build that rapport around yeah so like like it just works like neat like when you need time off like yeah. that's the perfect situation to be in exactly i was you know like now it, it's funny that i think back on like how my work ethic was and how my work ethic is now. Because now that I, now that I'm a salary man, I can't fucking wait to leave. And anytime <laughs> someone asks me to work overtime, I'm like, nope, Ugh. do not ask me. <laughs> well, I can't, work, I can't get overtime not. anymore because I get salary. But anytime I I can leave 15 minutes early now, I just fucking bail. <laughs> I find the fucking. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just so funny. Like yeah. compared to how it is now, it's funny. Yeah, like our work. I think we were, we were we were all the same in the way that our work yeah, ethic was I think, because I think, like yeah, I think Luke probably can attest that that's how he also worked yeah. too. Do the best he could at work. Never complain. Never bullshit. Yeah. That way you can get the time off. And it was just out of necessity too. Like yeah. this is how it has to work for us for our. our employers to be able to grant us time to leave you know I mean? like we weren't on tour too we were working all the time because and playing shows and, and play, practicing yeah, and practicing but because we had to because all that we were those jobs were so early in the beginning where we didn't have vacation time we couldn't do all that shit so we had to hear that that was pretty sweet <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have vacation time so we had to take that time off to no pay so yeah. when we came back oh, yeah, we never. had to work all that extra shit and really push ourselves to a stressful limit sometimes i remember there's some nights where i get home at like 11 then i have to go back to work at seven in the morning yeah. and just ha- that's how we had to do it sometimes i remember uh for a few months my schedule was like i would do like the three to 11 shift mm-hmm. but like, i i had one morning shift so it was like tuesday wednesday thursday was three to 11 and mm-hmm. then friday was 7 a.m and i didn't have a car so i had to take the the light rail the max here mm-hmm. in portland all the way across town so i would get home at like midnight and i would have to eat and shit so like i wouldn't go to sleep like 1 30 in the morning and then i have to get up at, at like 5 5 30 to take the max back to eat like west burnside <laughs> like yeah. mm-hmm. and like then like i didn't like it sucked but i was like i mean i, I didn't really think too much of it because like that's this is just how it has to work you know yeah 100 percent. but um so we got everything and that's when we started doing all our 
tours and weekenders. Like, yeah. so back circle back on that. Like, so we'd work so fucking much depending. We book shows on the weekend. Most of us had jobs. Most of us had jobs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but anyway, we worked so fucking much. And then we, we play shows on the weekend. And then every month or so, like the first six months we were there, about every couple weeks, we take a week off to go on tour. Yeah. And then that's how it worked for those first six months or so. Um, I remember our first show with Elias. You got a kick out of this, my fellow listeners. Our first show with Elias. <laughs> You're gonna love this. Was that a the Battle for Warp tour God in Portland, Oregon? <laughs> we can't fucking escape it. We can't never think. I so first of all, so it's actually kind of interesting. Our first show as a local Portland band was at the Hawthorne Theater. <laughs> That's right, and we I, we played there. I think two times after that. Opening we for play, bigger bands. I, I think we played there four times in total. Have we? If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Opening for bigger bands. Yeah. But they're all, yeah. And the, it's just crazy because like we like we had we knew divides and we had, you know, yeah. we, had, we had made connections with other yeah, bands. Yeah, if I remember stuff. correctly, Sarah um shot us the info at the time and so we reached out to the promoter and got on the bill. Right, 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 right. I remember getting the show off and I was like, Well, we need to start playing shows. So I no, was we'll take, we, we'll so, take anything. So this kind of threw me back to like twenty eleven noise we gave. We're like, we got we gotta play whatever we can take right yeah. now. Like there can't be any stopping right now. So unfortunately that was our first show. Um, I remember it going into it more than likely not going to move on. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, whatever. Yeah, not, I remember we were very energetic. Like to we're a always, fault. We were always an energetic band to, a, to, to whatever. Um, there's also, <laughs> yeah, I got kind of things. So we're moving around, having a good time. Playing like shit. <laughs> we played like garbage, dude. I remember so we hadn't played for like a month and a half. And yeah. then, you know, we, we did practice with, I don't. I think we were still trying to get our bearings with how with Elias. Yeah. If this makes, if I'm making sense with this, like we weren't. Me personally, I don't think the music chemistry was there right out of the bat with Elias. Me mm-hmm. personally, I don't know how you felt, but like it did take a it, little it, bit of time it, to it, gel. It took a while to gel and click. Yeah. So I remember getting in that first show. I thought we didn't play that great, and mm-hmm. I remember getting off stage, and I think Elias remembers this too. I got off stage. I think um, Elias like, so what? How did you guys think? How did you guys think I do? And I, I, I was straight up honest with him. I'd say about a C plus. Yeah. <laughs> How'd he take it? Huh? How'd he take it? I think he understood too. Yeah. Like Elias is always a w- kind of pretty uh, self-aware of how, yeah. how well he played or didn't play. Mm-hmm. So, and um, I remember I remember talking to you too. I was like, I don't, I would have given myself a D minus. I, I, like, I played like, sh- I played and sang like shit at yeah, that show. He, yeah. I was so nervous for some I think that, that's too. I was very nervous for this show too, because like it was our first quote Portland show. Yeah. First and show with a new drummer. First show with a new drummer. Not, uh, like we're, like we're still figuring out how our shit works yeah. together so and like you know we were used to playing on tour and stuff but like this is our first show as a local band where we didn't know really anybody in the, yeah. in the crowd other than like a few select friend like select friends you know mm-hmm. so it was just it was it was a weird because we knew this was the beginning of us playing a, yeah. a lot of local shows yeah that know? was the thing too like i knew also like who's gonna fucking come see us we just got here yeah so i knew like i remember there was a pretty good crowd though like it was a pretty yeah. it was a pretty decent crowd um but yeah i was just like god we really blew that yeah <laughs> i do remember i i could be wrong on this maybe i'm just blowing smoke on my own ass i do remember one of the judges told me or one of the guys at the time that we almost did make it to the next round oh that would have been so, cool would have been cool but we didn't deserve it. Without the that. cards, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that didn't really matter. But more importantly, what matters, we, we started playing the show. show. Yeah. But I remember after that show, almost every fucking weekend, we had something going on. Oh, yeah. And All we, the fucking we were time. going, yeah, and like, we would also book shows in Seattle, 
and we did a couple two week two week tours too. Mm-hmm. Like we, I think the furthest we play like all the way down to Arizona a couple times and back and forth. We played Charleston with our homie um, Jacob uh, Wishkop. Jacob Wishkop. He booked our first um, our first tour going down here. Yeah. And yeah, we were, I just remember, I think back at that time and I'm like, when we first moved here, like how fucking busy we got. Yeah. It's, it's weird to think about. And, um, sometimes I, I think back to this era of the band. I, I miss, I, we wouldn't be able to do it now. There's no fucking way, but I do miss just going so fucking hard like that. Like that was so much, it was fun. It was fun. Like it was really like. We were trying it, like, yeah. And the thing about us too, like, we didn't have the advantage of staying with our parents or living with anybody we knew. We had to figure it out on our own, which I think was half the fun and also half the struggle. Yeah, like figuring out how to get an apartment, figuring out how, like, figuring out how to do our work schedules. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, like, depending on our work schedules, knowing and we had shows on the weekend. Like I said, we would we don't get home at like eleven, and then we're like. We're all tired of shit. We're like, we have to practice. We have to practice. Yeah. Especially after that first show, I was pretty adamant of practicing about yeah. two twice a week because I was like, yeah, I was and like, that yeah. continued for that, years. That was our schedule. We practiced like Tuesday, Thursday, every Tuesday, week. Thursday, every fucking week. Sometimes three times, depending how busy people were. Mm-hmm. But um, that was, we were pretty adamant about that. If I remember correctly, I remember like there were a few times where like I was like sick or whatever because they used to have really bad migraines. Yeah. I'd be like, I, like. We practiced so fucking much that even like if I was like sick or something and I like was like, guys, I can't practice that. I felt so fucking bad because like we need to practice. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was just drilled into me, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, we did our first few tours. We were on our grind. We were. Yeah, we were. (laughs) And um, we did our first few tours with Elias. There's one show I want to bring up. So I remember, I can't remember what tour it was. We we played Boise, Idaho for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Boise Brigade. Boise Brigade. (laughs) It's a really nice bar. Like a really, it was like downtown Boise. Liquid. Liquid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really nice bar. I think it was only a three-band bill. Oh, our friend Catherine was on this tour. That's right. That's I forgot right. about that too. The Catherine um, tour. We were we did want to have Dimitric come up to do merch for one of these tours, um, but he couldn't do it unfortunately. So we had our friend Catherine come on mm-hmm. do merch with us. Shout out to Catherine. Thank you. Um, how much money did you make? Did you make more than seventeen dollars on that tour? <laughs> did you enjoy sleeping in between the benches? Because I wouldn't. Know. <laughs> Well she, was good, well, she was smaller than all of us, so yeah. she, she was probably more comfortable for her. She's a great friend. Yeah. We get to this fucking venue, Jesus and it, it looks like a flop. Like, the show looks like a whatever. It was like on a Monday. Or you can just get a... You, you have a... You, yeah. When you play enough shows, you, you just know. Yeah. yeah. If, if you're on a touring band, you know when you walk into a venue if it's going to be a winner or a stinker. Mm-hmm. So, we get in, and it's like, it's whatever, you know. We played enough stinkers that Yeah, we're like, we're like right. you know, they, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Especially when we're starting. We're still technically still a new... Not technically. We are a newish band, so we, we're, we're going to get some stinkers. First band plays, whatever, not really. Nothing notable. Nothing notable. And then the second band oh comes in place. Oh, my fucking God. This, I have never, okay, I've seen some terrible fucking bands playing all across this country. To this day, this band is in the top five worst bands I've ever seen live. I would say they're the worst. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. First of all, they're we're very good. Second, which, that's fine. You don't have to be a very good band. I don't no. care about that. What made this band terrible is they got up there and they started making fun of special needs children. In their songs. In their songs. And then they would stop and they would make another joke about it. I'm like, I'm sitting there going, what the fuck is going on? And, and then like, their singer would be like, right guys? And like, nobody was like Nobody's laughing, laughing. And, and it sucked because there's, there's only 20 people or so at the show. And they all left. Yeah, they and all they, fucking They bailed. all just fucking bailed. And I remember just us... Most we're just sitting there watching these, and like sitting at the merch, like like not even like 
giving them like the like the pity laugh, you know that you yeah. do, or like or like the like the pity claps, like yeah, in between songs. But you just, I remember specifically, we were just we were just sitting there stonewalling them, dude. It was I insane. was so. They get off stage and there's nobody in this fucking room, and I'm like, let's just get this fucking show over. Yeah. Cause get the fuck out of here, move on to wherever we're going next. Mm-hmm. And you know, so we get up there, we get our shit together, we start playing, and. 40 people start walking into the room as soon as we start playing and they're like we're just waiting for that last goddamn no band no ahead. it was crazy they're they're like da- they're, we're playing they're dancing around they're just having a good fucking time yeah. and i'm like what the fuck just what happened f- this is awesome what the fuck i and hope, were, I hope you know it was only like like 30 people or like but, but it was like, but it, they were all super stoked and to it watch filled us. the room out like it yeah. looked pretty cool I yeah was like, oh shit it was it was really stoked like, yeah. like they were all really stoked they all came up and talked to us after the show and they're like yeah we we're just kind of waiting for you guys because we didn't really like that other band yeah but like you guys were fucking rad and i was like oh that put a huge smile by yeah face and too. i hope it made that other band feel like shit i hope I, it ruined i hope, so I hope they broke up because of that <laughs> that'd be so sick god I hope they, I hope all of them aren't playing music anymore. I hope so Fuck too. I would have talked shit about that band if I had the guts to at the time. If I if I don't know, I don't remember what they were called, but if I knew their name, I would name drop them. Fuck you guys. Exactly. So you Eat guys are shit. fucking lucky. Fuck you. But uh, but at the end of the day, we we came we became on top. We became we fought hard and we, <laughs> we became, became on top. top. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember that show pretty well. Um, uh, we played it Lo- in Logan, Utah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. At this place that we played a bunch of times, actually. Yeah. Um, what do you remember what the venue was called? Why Sound? Why Sound? That's, that's right. It, yeah. yeah we, Logan, Utah. But the place is a trip. It's like a college it's town. It's a college town. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually, I think this is the tour. I can't remember this one or the next one where we actually went around to the college and passed out flyers. Oh, yeah. And actually, it kind of worked. There were a couple of people that came out and saw us because of that. So that was a really cool place. What's another highlight? Oh, do, do you remember the fucking uh, the country town we played in? Jamestown? Jamestown, so far. <laughs> Remember that it was like a, it was like an old country western vibe town. Uh, yeah, and it was we played with Paper Space. Yeah, uh, yeah. God, what, was, what were the other bands? I remember that being a crazy. It was show. An awesome. It was show, so I, DIY. Well, not only that, but I remember going into this town. I'm like. I'm not kidding you. From what I remember in my head, it looked like a town from like an old western. It, it, was, it was like almost old, a ghost town. Yeah, like a and thing. I'm looking at it like, does anyone fucking live here? Like, who? The, like, what kind of? What, what was our booking? I was like, that was our booking agent thinking, right? Yeah, booking agent. But like, but I remember getting into that night, and we were talking to one of the bands, and they're like, "Dude, don't worry, we set you guys up pretty nice tonight." I'm like, "Okay, Did I'll you? believe when I see it." And then, sure enough, as soon as doors open. Just this club, this fucking space, like it looked like a saloon, if I remember correctly. Yeah, just, something just, like j- that. Just filled up with all these kids, and it was such an awesome fucking show. It was like I was, and it was like a scene of like like a DIY emo scene or something. Yeah, like, where there, the fuck? Yeah, did all these people yeah. Come there was from? a community in this place of like four different towns in this area. Yeah, they were they were all part of this. And I remember we 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 kept in contact with them, and we played a few more shows in that community down the um down the years mm-hmm. too. So that was really cool. Oh, do you remember the downhill skate? Oh, day Mary of, Hill. Mary Hill day of skate or Dude, whatever. Um, this was the hottest day of my life. I oh, think like, it was blistering out there. Um, this was, I don't believe this was on the tour, but this was, uh, um, it was a weekender or something. Yeah. It was yeah. just like an, like an off thing we, we did. Um, 
We played with Right Your Wrongs mm-hmm. at that show. Yeah, it was the Mary Hills Festival of Speed. It was like a downhill luge thing. I yeah, think, yeah. Which apparently is like a big it's deal. It's a big deal, yeah. I guess. I remember, I can't remember how we got offered the show. We got offered the show or some kind of thing. They gave us like a thousand bucks if they brought, if we brought like another band. So we asked our friend band at the time, um, Right Your Wrongs, to come up with us. Yeah, we played with them in Aberdeen on our on our Nick, on the Nick tour. On the Nick tour, yeah. So they came up with us and it was really cool. We, we sat, we watched all the luge people and the downhill skateboarders. <laughs> Look at all those lugers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't luge. It was it was downhill skateboarding. Oh, like, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. But like, which is sick as fuck. Yeah, and they put us up with this um, um, gazebo. Yeah, yeah. They had a sound guy for us and everything. It was cool. It was man. fucking rad. It was all badass. the people, and they all got really wasted after their. I'm going to call it luge. <laughs> after their luge runs, and they were all just partying with us, and in like this outside the middle of this park in like this town. I think it was called Goldendale. Yeah. No, there's like five buildings in this town. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, yeah. So it was really cool, like playing to all these people, and they all really were stoked on us. And um, I also remember, yeah, it being so hot. I remember we were so bored. We, we ended up going swimming at like their community pool. That's right. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that shit was awesome, dude. Yeah. That was a fun fucking day. I got another show here um, before the Jamestown show. Um, uh, Phoenix, Arizona at Joe's, <gasps> Joe's Grotto. Oh, this, oh man. my God. I remember this. This is a big fucking venue. Um, we, this is the Dalskin show. That's right. I remember um, this. We met Dalskin um, and they went on to like tour with a bunch of bands and stuff. Yeah, huh? I, I saw them. Uh, when did I see them recently? They were on tour with Less Than Jake like last year. Look, Crazy. So many bands that we've played with and then they all went on to do bigger things. Yeah. And we stayed in the toilet. Um, uh, <laughs> like uh, I just saw today. Remember Save Face? We put with them yeah, on yeah, this yeah. Is fine tour. They're, they're like touring. They toured with the Wonder Years mm-hmm. and all that shit. Crazy. Right. Crazy. Good for them. Sucks, awesome. for, sucks awesome. for us. Love, for, love that for them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, why don't be that like a fuck you guys? Which is yeah. it's cool, you know. Like but, it's uh, funny. I also remember um, we played Seattle a lot too, and that's oh, yeah. when that those first six months we were here. We it was all, almost always El Corazon. Um, yeah, the car, awesome the, venue. I love that place. We only played the big room ones, and those are like a festival. Yeah, thing. it was. Yeah, this but, is that that was like later though. I remember we played also uh, the Studio Seven before it got like I heard some bad things happening. Yeah, some after really that. shitty something something Super, about like the promoter is like, yeah. a piece of shit or whatever. Yeah, I remember that show too because they made us sell tickets, and I was like, we didn't, we, we didn't fucking live here, and I was like, I don't live in Seattle, but they still bailed us tickets to sell, and I was like. I'm not selling any of these. Oh, yeah, I'm, I will straight up mail these back. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, here you go. I sold none because I don't know anybody. Don't fucking anybody fucking here. No, actually, if I remember correctly, Duncan was at that show. He, uh, yeah, okay, he was. Yeah. And, and because Duncan was at that show. We, we sold one was, ticket. <laughs> yes, that's right. And that was the only time we ever played Stacy's dad live. That's right. Was at that show. I feel like we played it at the downhill s- skate of luge. You, you may be right about <laughs> I that, can't, actually. I, if anybody's <laughs> hearing me still of luge, I am sorry. It's funny now to me. Yeah, so. I, I, if I'm uh, offending you, send us an email, mustardandketchup907 at gmail.com. I will, mustard and ketchup! I, I will apologize for my misdeeds. Uh, it's become a bit at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we may have played that song. I have not. Honestly, no idea. Yeah. I should check the chat. <laughs> I was scrolling through our old group chat. It was it's chaos. It's, it's, it's all it's all like us posting set lists and then like farting and shitting is crazy. That's good stuff. But uh, yeah, those yeah those so those first six months were pretty gnarly when we first got here. We were going so hard all the time. All I thought of was the band at all times. Same here because that's all we could do. I mean, that's like, why I, we moved here. So yeah. we're like, that's all we had to. That's all we wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I think it's also when we started. We met Annie. If I remember correctly, yeah, um, that sounds right. That sounds. And if you're right, listening, yeah. can you correct us? Is this right? We met you around 2015. Yeah, you at least met Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Let me call her real quick. 
Hello. What what gives me the pleasure of this? Hi, Annie. You're on the show right now. <laughs> Hi, Doug. Um, I'm on the show. You're on the oh, show. God. <laughs> yeah, put put, on, put, put, put some pants on. <laughs> we're we're in public. Oh shit. Uh, when do, oh, so wh- make sure you put pants on, please. <laughs> no, we're we're outside. We're walking around. It's okay. okay. Still put pants on. <laughs> do I get residuals for this? No, yeah, you get a little. Uh, yeah, six my cents. The answer is no. Annie, when did we? When did you meet? When did Noise we meet you? When did you meet Noise Brigade? Okay. Um, well, I didn't meet you. I thought you were a miss for like a year. That's right. Because I was a um, hermit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I met Luke gotcha, at yeah. um, on Malia's oh, birthday. Yeah, on Malia's birthday. Oh, okay. uh, this is Malia from Glacier Rains for those of you that are listening. Hi, Malia. Um, <laughs> hey there. Hopefully, you're all so very. We're trying to steal your old drummer. <laughs> Do you have any questions for me? <laughs> yeah, is Jesse cool? Wait, so I guess that, that's a question then. Hold on, <laughs> not on the pod. So bro. who do we meet first? Do we meet Malia? Did Luke beat Malia or, or Annie first? Wait, no, you're interviewing me. Right? No. Oh, oh I I'm asking you the question. Luke though. Met who first? Yeah. Um, Luke probably met Malia first. And Luke, he, I that might have been the second time that I met him, but we were celebrating my birthday. Yeah. And he brought a cake that had Darth Vader on it. <laughs> sounds like. Luke. So yeah, we were right. in a barn in um, Battleground. Oh, um, I yeah, I remember that barn. Yeah, and yep. I didn't know anyone, and then Luke showed up, and I was throwing, like, a mini temper tantrum because there was a pita pit nearby, and I just went on a tour where I had pita pit, and I really wanted it again, uh-huh. so I was like, oh, there's a pita pit, there's a pita pit, and then, um, <laughs> and then he was like, fine, I'll drive you, and I was like, who is this man? <laughs> Why am and I getting then, in this fucked up Subaru right and now? And you said yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> because um, Luke is so, yeah, Luke, Luke like, is whatever. so, like, Luke is such a, like, easy person to, like, yeah. okay, this guy's my friend obviously yeah (laughs) yeah we became like best buds after that yeah so that's how i met luke he brought me to pita pit fulfilled you know my lifelong legacy of eating pita pit for a second time what a dream for you and then from there i remember like you guys were on a show that like i was somehow involved with and like yeah i feel like i met yeah oh my was it I want to say like fireworks, but that doesn't make any sense Ooh. at all. But this all. was twenty. This was like twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen, right? Is that sound right? Uh, no, shit. I can't remember what show it was, but there was a show that you guys played, and I had already met Luke, and he was like, "This is everyone in Noise Brigade," but you weren't there, Doug. You were like somewhere else. And <laughs> I was probably he's always like, somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, but like you showed up at some point, but like I didn't meet you, oh, and then okay. yeah. Or like maybe I must have, but I don't remember it. So I remember everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Doug this, Doug that," and I was like, "Doug is who, a myth." Who I've the never fuck met is him. this asshole? <laughs> yeah. Why haven't I met I was, him? I was like, "Doug's too cool for me." And then <laughs> then you realize he's not cool you. at all. <laughs> yeah, I met Nathan at some point. Luke would like come to like my house for like Thanksgiving and Christmas. I remember because I lived like right up the street from you guys. Yeah. From there, I mean, I was just like friends with Luke first, I guess. And then like the rest of you trickled in. Doug was at the end. I met you at a birthday party like a year plus after I met Luke. Which is, yeah, insanity. And we were playing volleyball. And I remember you were like pretty bad. And we were all bad. (laughs) Well, that wasn't the point though. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Oh, yeah. 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 But yeah, it was like a year later. Um, Yeah. That's how I met you guys. And then, yeah. Well, thank you for the lore drop. That's that's perfect. That's exactly what we (laughs) need. All right, we're going to talk more shit about you after we hang up.
Love you very much. <laughs> I hope y'all have a great night. Love you. Have fun. Bye. Um, oh. Okay, everyone enjoy. Okay, thank you. Bye. 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 Fuck Annie. <laughs> <laughs> One time we left Annie at a fucking truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to get to the story again, so I'm going to tell it now. Okay. So, Annie, so first of all, Annie, one, one of, of our only, dear friends, our we dear, love her so yeah, much. Yeah, as you could tell, we're very comfortable with her. One of the only few people we've ever trusted to deal with anything in our band that wasn't like she, she was part of an inner circle, but like not in the band band. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of the only people that we could ever trust to get something done for us. Yeah. But here's a wonderful story. person. Yeah. She would come on a show. She came on a few tours with us. I remember this one time. <laughs> This is her fucking fault. So, Andy, if you're listening, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we stop at like three in the fucking morning to go piss at a rest stop. We all go out and do our thing. I don't know. Annie got out and did the same thing. Uh-huh. And so me and Luke get back. All right. Shut no, the no, door. No. This was the this is our three piece tour. I think it was just me, you and Elias. So we stop and do the thing. And then <laughs> so I didn't know Andy left to go do the same thing. Because the door was shut because everyone was sleeping. So yeah. I thought they were all sleeping. It was like, okay, close the door. Let's go. I'm starting to drive off the ramp of the rest stop. Andy fucking finally calls me like, hey, come back. I'm still at the rest stop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where are you guys? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe you should have been asleep. And then <laughs> you should be awake at all times. I love it. Oh, that's funny. That's so funny. It would have sucked too if we left it at the rest stop because you know rest stops are kind of hard to get back into depending on what side of the highway you're Fuck on. Fuck yeah, there could have sure. there could have not been another exit for miles. There could have not been another Annie. We could she, she could have <laughs> died she, there. She could be living there at this time. She she could have answered my phone call. The from amount that of progress she has made in life could have all came to an end <sighs> if we left her at the, at you know? the rest stop. So you know? really, it's thanks to us that she's found all this. Yeah, success. you're welcome, Annie. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, we appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> We're just kidding. So that was the first time we met. Annie and we love her. Yeah, very another very important character in the story. She'll come up many times. Yeah, and then I remember we get an offer to open for Knuckle Puck. Yeah, with Seaway. With Seaway. So it was huge. A big, show this was a us. big deal for us. I think this was our big like our first like opening thing. Our first where, opening slot. Like, this is perfect for us. This is yeah. going to be awesome. So yeah. we we're very stoked on this. Also during this time, uh, a lot of this is the beginning of the end for some stuff. Yeah, we're going to stop here because. Next episode, it's going to be an entire thing. Yeah. Thank you for coming on our journey so far. This is a fun episode. This has been something. It's <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of we're kind of like it's like a cliffhanger. Watch us drop this, say something big's happening in that episode, and then we just don't come back for this. Is the, this last episode, <laughs> we, just, we just quit the show. Yeah. And right now, exactly. it's like but, Love Is Blind. Every episode ends on a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Exactly. So um, yeah, we'll talk about that. I feel like it's a big important episode for us personally. Mm-hmm. I've been dreading it for months, but it's something we want to discuss. Get a little preview here. If you were there at the time, remember this happening. You, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And now this is the time we're going to be open about it. Mm-hmm. Mostly, we want to be open about this is because it's helped. If you haven't noticed, us talking about a lot of this stuff, how we're feeling, has really helped us. At least, at least helped me personally, and I'm sure helped you. Like be more comfortable with that stuff, yeah. learning from it. And it's helped me process why. a lot of yeah. the feelings that I've had ever since. Oh, yeah, like so. a lot of the feelings I didn't know we had at the time. Yeah, where it has come up, and I think it's I, I think it's been healthy for us. Mm-hmm. So we want to discuss this next part or in our next episode with as much respect as we can, but also like we said before, we we're not excusing what has happened mm-hmm. or what we're going to discuss, but it's very important that we talk about this and kind of help understand where our heads were at the time, how we felt, and if you're in any situation learning from this. And communicating, yeah, is a big deal. There is one thing I want to bring up before we end this. Um, the whole, honestly, kind of the whole catalyst for me and Nathan starting this podcast is one time he and I were at a Pickles game, the Portland Pickles, and I was mm-hmm. like, you know, it's funny. 
we've been a band longer now than we were before um, with our old singer and he was like holy shit and then I think a couple days later he called me when when I was at work he's like what if we like started a podcast and like went through like all of our history and stuff because like we have so much to tell like that was just kind of yeah. this, this is the whole like the catalyst kind of mm-hmm. us existing now now longer as we are now than before which is yeah. just crazy yeah. to think yeah, about yeah right yeah we're gonna gear up for that then for next week so hope you stay tuned for that um, but yeah once again thank you guys for hanging out with us um once again, if you want to talk nostalgia, want any old demos, or anything you remember, if you were at any of the shows around this 2015, around when we played around, let us know. We'd really love to hear about the nostalgia. We played everywhere. You yeah, were, yeah. <laughs> so, and all that. So, uh, yeah, I have nothing else to say. You got anything else? Uh, you gonna pick up that phone call from Demetri? Nah, I go. I'm about to end it now, so I'll just end it right here. <laughs> I'm right. Nathan. I'm Doug. We love you guys. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye bye.